Honk, 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 Pod Bible podcast bonus episode alert. My name is Adam Richardson. This is the Pod Bible podcast, and that is my brand new intro for bonus episodes. Will it stick? Will I do it again? Almost certainly not, because I felt quite silly doing honks. Okay, this is the Pod Bible podcast. Usually it's every fortnight, and we talk to podcasters about their shows. We have a couple of other podcasters talking about recommendations and the shows that they love. But this is a bonus episode, and this features three podcasts that have advertised with Pod Bible in the past. They've featured in the magazine, and we wanted to hear a little bit more about them. Uh, get them on the podcast, give them a chance to talk about their shows and uh, why you guys should be checking them out. So we've got three chats for you, all conducted by Pod Bible co-founder Stu Whiffin, and he's going to start off by talking all about proper mental. Okay, Tom, please tell me all about your podcast. So my podcast is called The Proper Mental Podcast. And the idea really, I suppose the tagline says that I try to normalize open and honest conversations about mental health by having those types of conversations. Um, and I talk about mental health, mental well-being, mental illness, everything in kind of in that that space, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why why podcasting? And was it something you had experience in or was it something that seemed like, oh, OK, well, everybody's doing podcasts. Why, why, why can't I? Yeah, well, um, I suppose it does seem a bit like that. I was the opposite. I was quite reluctant at first. Um, I was kind of thinking, well, the the world doesn't really need another podcast. It certainly doesn't need a like a, you know, 40 year old white bloke chatting with his mates. Do you know what I mean? And I was a bit reluctant. And I initially started it with a friend of mine. And we used to have these conversations about mental health. He has his own charity. And um, we just got into the habit. I did some work for them. And we got into the habit of just chatting. And once it went past working stuff, and we talk about life and bloke stuff and all of that. And there was something really lovely about it, you know, and I kind of thought I'm really getting something from just being able to just be open with another man and talk about mental health. And I think people might like to see this. I felt like I struggled with my mental health um, for a long time still. I was very, very ill. And something that was really helpful for me was hearing other relatable conversations. And I thought this is the sort of thing that I would have liked when I was poorly, if I'd have been down a YouTube rabbit hole at four in the morning, this would have helped me. So the initial plan was me and my pal were going to have a bit of a chat and just stick them up on, on YouTube. And it just slowly kind of evolved into a into a podcast. And because um, my friend Chris, because he was so busy with his charity, he was once it started to get a bit of steam, unfortunately he wasn't able to, to keep with it. And I decided to to keep going. But yes, yeah, so I've no, um, no background in this sort of stuff. Um, which is handy because I don't really do much like editing or stuff like that. I, I say that mental health is scruffy and I want my podcast to to reflect that in a way, you know. I think it's more relatable when it's not so polished, I think. Absolutely. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I'm uh, On my podcast, I'm, I'm reluctant to, to edit too much stuff out. I kind of like it to be that conversation and, and, and people feel like they're privy to everything that was said in that conversation. Um I think it's it's so important and I don't think there could ever be enough podcasts about well-being and promoting mental health. I think it's uh, it's something that that Pop Bible's always been very much behind and yeah, I think it's some um, uh, how did how did you find that lockdown affected the podcast? In a way it was quite good because I don't think I'd managed to get some really interesting guests straight off the bat. And I don't think I would have done if they had have had lives to be getting on with, you know, yeah. um, and people were much more into Zoom. And I know like I, I've been listening to podcasts for a, a few years now. And I, I used to be, if it wasn't an in-person, really well-recorded podcast, I used to struggle with a bit 
like that. But one thing Zoom's done is just, just opened it up and we're all just used to this medium now. So I think the in that way, the, the um, pandemic worked really well because it gave me time to start it. It gave me time to think what I wanted to do with it. There was people that just had time that probably would have said no, because it's a hard sell, right? So I get in touch with a complete stranger and said, hi, do you fancy joining me for a chat about maybe the worst thing you've ever been through? You know, yeah. like it, it's not, mental health is not an easy sell in that respect. But I think people were... Yeah, people were more up for a chat. And the yeah, the pandemic certainly served it in that way, mate. Yeah, definitely. If there hadn't have been one, I probably wouldn't have started a podcast. I I, I couldn't agree more on on uh what, what you said there about sort of pre-lockdown. If somebody had a had a guest on and it was like, and uh, we've done this one over Skype, I'd be like, oh God. <laughs> and uh I, I want it to sound like some kind of you know audiobook quality and uh, again, it goes back to something that I've, I often talk about when we, when we talk about Pod Bible and podcasts. I love that punk ethos of, well, okay, well, look, this is all we've got to play with right now. What's the best we can do with it? Right, okay, so yes, we're going to be using Zoom audio. It's not going to be as perfect as what everybody wants. However, it's going to mean that we've got far more access to. It can make your podcast global straight away. Your guests are not got to be somebody from in the area that you can meet in a room. It all of a sudden it throws it worldwide, and I think that's been a really lovely positive in in the world of podcasting. Obviously, in a in a in a very awful time, but I do think there's that you know if you can find your positives in it, then then find them absolutely. And I think that's definitely been been one for podcasting. And so, in regards to guests and and, and things like that, what what. Give the listeners of uh, uh, of this podcast a kind of insight to some of the guests that you've you've had on, and, and, and what you know a, a, a brief kind of outline on what what the nature of them conversations have been. Yeah, sure. So I, I try and do a few different things. I'm always keen to say that Problem Mental is not a sad stories podcast. I'm not a therapist. I don't. I'm not like a an ambulance chaser who like tracks down these stories of trauma and grief and all that sort of stuff. I want to be relatable. I want people to listen and say, you know, oh, that's a bit of me, or maybe that's that's not a bit of me, you know. But the, they can still have compassion towards what we're talking about. They can still have uh, empathy and get something from the conversation. So some of my chats are lived experience, and someone might come on and talk about something that they went through um some of my chats if i have someone on who's qualified to talk because again mental health is so precious to me and it's so fragile i don't talk in absolutes i don't tell people what to do i have to pick my words quite carefully so if i can get an expert on someone who's qualified and experienced you know i've had a lot of doctors on and then we can drill down into something specific um i try and cover as many different um diagnosis from as many different possibilities you know I want everyone to feel like there is an episode of proper mental for them regardless of where they live regardless of their what they do for a living regardless of sexual identity gender identity race all of these things because underneath everything like mental health is a really human experience Um, and I'd like people to see it as a resource so if there's someone in your life that has been diagnosed with OCD then you can look through my episode list and there will be people talking about these things and you can learn more from from different perspectives so that's kind of what I'm I'm trying to do and I have all manner of all manner of guests really I suppose really good ones for people to check out um just as like a, a general overview I recorded one a few months ago with my auntie and she's a occupational health nurse in a factory that's local to her and there's like 500 blokes who work in this factory and just a small group of women and she has to help a lot of people that come to her because they're struggling with one thing or another and she has to signpost them she has to help them get help she has to get them back into work and all that sort of stuff so to be able to chat to someone about mental health who's on the ground 
in a you know we talk about masculinity in men's mental health what is 500 blokes in a factory you don't get more masculine than that right and she's on the ground helping people using her experience so we talked about men's mental health but from her perspective and more recently um i had the musician frank turner on you know so you don't get more different from my auntie to frank turner and that was a wonderful conversation and you know like frank squeezed me in in a very very busy day and he's such a lovely bloke and i think he he's got nothing from that conversation. Like, like he ain't sold any extra records because he's been on my podcast, but my listeners will have got something from listening to him. And in this day and age where, and this sounds a little bit cynical, but you know, it's World Mental Health Day on Sunday. And if you follow that hashtag for long enough, you'll eventually find someone with their top off trying to sell you protein powder because the gym is good for mental health. You know, in this, it's so for someone like Frank with his profile to give up his time because he genuinely cares about the conversation, that was wonderful. And I think they're two good ends of the spectrum. Um, I've had a lot of people you definitely have heard of and I'll have, I've had my wife on, you know, and absolutely everything in between. So um, yeah, hopefully there's something there for everyone. Wonderful. And Tom, moving forwards, what's the plans? Just to kind of keep going, really. I've, I'm doing my first live show fundraiser. Amazing. That's coming up. Yeah, so I've got a couple of uh, wicked guests. I've got an author called Rachel Brown who wrote a book called Marathon Mum. And I've got a Chris Kirkland who used to play in Golf for Liverpool. And um, they're coming up for a chat. We're going to record it. All the money's going for charity. Um, and other than that, we're just I'm just plodding on. I'm pretty much like recorded enough to get me through this year. That'll be 52 episodes by the end of the year. And then just going to keep keep going with it. Never run out of conversations. And I, you know, at the moment, I don't think I'll ever run out um, of my passion for uh, spreading the word and for podcasting in general, because I kind of love all aspects of it as well. You know, it's as much fun trying to find guests as it is having the conversations. But yeah, just keep going, Stu. Yeah, absolutely. Best of luck. Thanks loads, Tom. No worries. Thanks for having me, Stu. Thank you. There you go, Proper Mental, another fantastic podcast about mental health. More and more of those are springing up, but they're all so valuable, in my opinion, uh, especially when we're getting people who uh, perhaps don't normally talk about mental health, uh, getting to sort of express how they're feeling and, uh, yeah, share it with the world. I think it's important. And, uh, yeah, good stuff. All right, let's move on to the next one, uh, the next chat, which is all about the podcast, Sheps the Wanderer. Okay, Shebs, tell me all about your podcast, please. Thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, the podcast is all about travel. I started it during the first lockdown and it was really a way to sort of fill in the gaps because I wasn't able to travel. And I took it seriously, to be quite honest with you, because anything I do is always taken seriously. And some of the guest I initially bought on was just I bought them on saying let's talk on air have a bit of fun and then if it does well it does well I had no intention of carrying it on really so I managed to get a bit of interest and I started getting interest from quite a few big guests as well so well I say big guests people well known in the travel industry and so whenever I sent across sort of asking for people to come on. I sent them an email professionally saying, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. These are the questions I'll ask you and stuff. And let's go ahead with it. And it started building, building up really. And people started, I started initially on YouTube. I've moved on to the the audio format as well, but 
I wanted to do it visually so everyone can see who I was and people can see who my guests were. And that sort of led to me getting recognised on other platforms and stuff. And I managed to get a couple of other gigs with it as well. So, yeah, the podcast has been a massive success to my last 18 to 20 months, I would say. So it's been, I would say, the, the, if it wasn't for the pandemic, I wouldn't be here. And, and I just want to ask that to see how that works the other way around as well, in, in so far as, you know, was it something that, that you found, because I, I've spoken to so many people that have launched podcasts during uh, the pandemic, uh, and I found it something that's been really positive for their mental health as well, you know, in a time where we're, you know, we're, we're confined to our houses and we've got limited time to, to, to go out. And obviously we was, we were stopped from socialising and all them things that as somebody that spent so many years travelling, interaction and connection and things like that is a vital part of the experience, I'm sure. And so I just wonder if recording, a, you know, to, to decide to then record a podcast was something that was, was beneficial to you as a person, as well as, as you know, as, as a new podcaster? Was it something that, that gave you focus and gave you joy and, and, and peace of mind in a very turbulent time? Do you, do you know where I'm going with this question, Shebs? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when I initially went into lockdown, like we all did back in March, yeah. there was so much TV you could watch. So I think I remember watching a couple of series here and there for the first two weeks, and I was like, oh, I can't, I can't. Can't watch it. We all watch Tiger King Sheds. It's all right, man. <laughs> I, seriously, I couldn't. I could not watch any more TV. And I'm quite a creative person. So I university, I did a degree in art. So it was videography, photography, editing, and all that sort of stuff. And traveling for me was a way of being creative. So whenever I traveled, as you just said, they're interacting with different people. Just and I travel solo, by the way. So just interacting with different people and being able to sort of just get out and about and meet and taking photos and then bringing it back and editing out and stuff. And cause that was gone. Don't get me wrong. My, my mental health was sort of okay before lockdown. Mm. And I think traveling was part of it, but I felt as though the first two weeks was like, Oh no, I can't, I can't. If I carry on doing this, I'm just going to go crazy. So yeah. The, the podcast did come into it. And you're right about the, there's a lot of podcasts that were launched during 2020, 21 now. And I spoke to someone actually recently who's, who was one of the first podcasters and he was saying, yeah, there's, there have been quite a lot of people who've, who've started podcasts over the last 18 to 20 months, but will a lot of them continue doing it as the world opens up? So I think the difference between what I did and potentially what others have done, because I've seen quite a lot just have just folded. And I think what I did was I took it on a professional sort of standpoint. I took it as a business. I said, sure, I, I could make this into something bigger. And I think that's what kept me going. I think that's what kept me positive. I didn't lose focus. And you're absolutely right. It really did help me stay on track because there was yeah. moments if I didn't have the work, the podcast, the editing and all that sort of stuff throughout the initial lockdowns, and especially for us between December till July, I don't know what I've been doing, you know, probably would have been not here anyway, for sure, definitely. Yeah. To touch on, you know, those kind of hobbyist podcasters that, that have a fan that they've probably always said, oh, you know, I'd like to do a podcast and have used these last sort of 18 months to, 
to experiment with podcasting. Some have probably fell in love with it and will be, you know, continuing it. And those that, you know, it's been a, a means to an end. It's been something for them to focus on over lockdown. If they don't continue it, what I, I still think that what we can take from all of that is these are more people bringing other people into the podcast community, people that mm. don't know what a podcast is, because that's still one of the biggest barriers that we're finding at Pop Bible is the fact that still there's still so many people that have never listened to a podcast and don't know what, what podcasting is. Yeah. And and so, you know, the more people that are spreading the word, you know, I, I often get people going, oh, I'm thinking about doing a podcast, but, oh, there's millions now, isn't there? And I was like, well, that doesn't mean anything, you know. Make your podcast, and and, um, and if you're talking passionately about what you feel really passionately about, then there'll be an audience for that. And uh, Yeah, absolutely. I think you just to hit on a point there where if there's millions of podcasts out there, and when I started at the time when everyone was starting really on board, getting on board, mine stood out. So I guess when if you are, I guess the advice I could give someone is if you, if you are starting off a podcast, do what I did, you know, make sure you do your emails you know you, you prep the guests do your due diligence on guests as well that's one big thing i've done with my guests as well making sure they've not just told me lies <laughs> about sure. themselves because obviously sometimes uh, well initially when i first started i was starting off with travel bloggers and whatnot but now if i record anyone today it won't air until april next year that's how far ahead i am in in sort of advance wise so and i continuously get requests now and i I don't think i've actually requested for a guest for about five six months because i just i just don't need any but i continuously get some so and obviously it's been fantastic getting the word out on on pod bible because since then i've had a few requests as well so i appreciate appreciate the ad and yeah I think podcast I read a few months back, it's got by two, three years, it's going to be a multi-billion dollar industry. So it's here to stay. You could potentially make it into a career. Obviously, we can't all be Joe Rogan, but there's there's enough for everyone, I would I always say. So Absolutely. Just take take it seriously, I would say, if you are going to do one. Absolutely. And and with the podcast, moving forward, Shebs, what's the plans? Do you know what the funny thing is? When I first started the podcast, as I said to you earlier, I wasn't planning on doing anything with it. It was just maybe to fill up, fill up a gap. But as it became quite successful in the, the travel sector, people taking notice, I started getting offers for other jobs here and there. So the first big one was being offered a radio job for a company called Galavan Africa, and the station is called Galavan Radio. So I'm happy to tell you that I've accepted that job. So I, you can listen to us on gallivant.africa from anywhere in the world. So I host, I'm going to be hosting a breakfast show called Rise and Shine. So between our time, UK time will be between seven till nine. I think during winter it will be six till eight. So I'm looking forward to that and continuously doing the podcast as well. That's a, that's a name as a city. I've got recordings up to to late March at the moment, but I also managed to land a few more other jobs. So writing gigs as well. So I've written for quite a few different magazines, including the travel magazine. And I've done events as well from this as well. So I'm interviewing someone, a couple of people next week for Hispanic week in the U S I managed to get a couple of things job wise in the U S as well. So I'm supposed to be going to New York in a couple of weeks time as well to to be part of an event as well. So it's been, it's been great. As I said to you, if you take the podcast seriously, there's a chance that 
other gigs could come along with it. So yeah, all of those sort of stuff is on the radar for the coming coming weeks and months. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, Shebs, it's, it's, it's wonderful to hear, you know, how, how starting a podcast in the pandemic has, has led to, to all of them opportunities and, and, and you know, and, and it's clearly bringing a lot of joy into your life. So if people want to check it out, it's on all the usual podcast platforms. Still on YouTube? That's correct, yeah. So YouTube, all the major podcasting platforms. So Amazon, Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify, you name it. It's all on all of those sort of stuff. So you can listen to it on there. If you want to watch it, yeah, it's on my on my YouTube channel, which is Shebs the Wanderer. And if you want to find it on all the other podcasting platforms, if you just Google, oh, sorry, big one, if you just type in Take a Wonder with Shebs or Shebs Alarm, it will come up. So yeah, have a listen, see what you think. There are some, I don't just talk about, by the way, it's not just about travel or this is how fantastic travel. We go into different conversations. So travel can bring up a lot of different scenarios in, in life. So I can give an example. So during the George Floyd murder last year, I brought on someone from the US who's a TV host and we talked about whether diversity is within the travel sectors and stuff. So so there's different conversations that we have that are meaningful to people's lives, really. So have a listen. Wonderful. Well, you've definitely sold it to our, uh, our listeners, I'm sure. Shebs, thank you very much. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Shebs. All right, finally, for today on this Pod Bible bonus episode, we have a chat with the team behind Unequal Sequel. Okay. Rich, Dave, tell us all about your podcast, please. Um, well, our podcast is called Unequal Sequel, and we basically get a special guest on every week, and we ask them to tell us all about their favourite sequel, their least favourite sequel, and then their dream sequel, so a sequel they wish had been made but hasn't been made, and sometimes even a replacement for a terrible sequel that already exists, to take it off on a different tangent. And yeah, that's 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 it in a nutshell. And so well, how did you get into the community of podcasting, and how did you settle on the concept for the podcast? Basically, me and Rich, we have a, share a love for podcasts between our friends. We're the ones who are always discussing it, and I think we've been listening to podcasts for uh, ages, lot, years and years and years and years, and we've both been had a kind of an itch to scratch for like being creative again because we used to be creative quite a long time at uni but then our jobs and family life have kind of taken us away from it so we wanted to do something and podcasting seems to work in our lifestyle and something we both loved and we both love film but first of all we decided to do a podcast called the Baywatched podcast which was a podcast where we watched it we started from season one, episode one of Baywatched, and we were going to watch one and discuss it and have a laugh with it. And we got through about a season and a half until we realised we just couldn't do it anymore. It was just, <laughs> it was, we were having a, a laugh with it, but the episodes were kind of, kind of coming like kind of problematic and it was hard to get guests and we weren't enjoying it as much. So we had this idea that, we both love film. Basically, I live for film. That's my one true passion. We had an idea. We wanted to kind of do it around sequels, but we looked at the market and see what there was kind of podcast-wise. And there's some good podcasts that want you to come up with a, their dream sequel. There's sequelizers yeah. and there's sequel pitch and there's some other ones out there. And once you start listening to them, you think, okay, they're really good. We don't need to go against them. So we wanted to do something a bit more with guests 
and then it, yeah it just came to us like why don't we get them to describe their best sequel their worst sequel and their dream sequel we sort of kind of copied off menu but for movie sequels yeah. pretty much because <laughs> <laughs> we're big fans of that podcast so we thought that works that seems like a good idea and the premise is so simple you can say it a line and people get it and it means we get to watch some really good films and some rubbish films uh, and talk to some really interesting people about movies and it's been so much fun I didn't realise how much fun it was going to be until like two seasons in now and it's just absolutely so I love it I absolutely love it we had a day recording the other day and literally I finished the day like beaming it was such a good day we'd had feedback from a guest that was really lovely we'd had guests you know record I'd done a recording session with some guests and they were they were amazing and we were just yeah literally I just walked in the house after recording and I was just like smiling you know it was such so nice well, tell us, uh, uh, you know, a, a few names. Who can we expect to have seen, you know, to, to hear on there as guests? We started off with Helen O'Hara, who's a, a, a great film critic, editor at large for, for Empire Magazine, and she was brilliant. She was our first guest. Um, yeah, that set the tone. That sort of yeah set the bar then. But um, we've also had people like we've had comedians like Sean Walsh and uh, Nathaniel Metcalf, and we've just recently had Nick Helm, um, who's the first episode of, of uh, series two. And we try and kind of mix it up with guests. We try and not always have like really famous people. We try and kind of mix up with people that have passionate, who are passionate about film. So we've also included, we have, we've had a guy called Lewis Arnold, who's a TV director. He directed Des and he's also done Time, Time with Sean Bean. And he's, he's done lots of other really cool stuff. And his, his episode is brilliant. Like, any guests that stand out for you, Dave? Uh, I think Camera Few of uh, Uni Lads Entertainment a great Editor. Episode, yeah. So much fun. Absolutely loved recording that one. I think we can drop a few people that are coming up in season two as well, if you want. Yeah, go on then. Go on, you tell about season two, who we've got coming up. Yeah, so we got, we just recorded with the Cine Mile, which is a podcast we love. Ian Nathan, the author of just had a brilliant book about Lord of the Rings. He loved him. Jane Crofer, the editor at large of Total Film. Another comedian called Josh Weller, who was just hilarious and just so much fun to record with. It was just yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're big fans of Josh Weller. Oh, he was so good, and it's, it, it's it's amazing because so much people have so much passion for film, and sequels seem to connect with certain people like points in their life. So it's been it's been really weird because we thought we'd just be discussing if we liked or didn't like a film, but it turns out we've gone to like this is your life moments through so many people. So it's, it's yeah, it's been really interesting and really uh, great. And so if you was to suggest an episode to a new listener that kind of really captures everything you set out for this podcast to be, what episode would you say just go to the very beginning and work your way through? Or would you say, do you know what, this one really does kind of capture everything that, that you know, that this podcast is about? I would say, I would say actually the first episode, the Helen O'Hara episode, is a brilliant place to start because she's so knowledgeable. I think for me, the one where I feel like we really hit our stride was maybe the Cameron Frew one that Dave mentioned. He's the uh, entertainment editor of Unilad. And he he was really funny, really clever, really knowledgeable. I think we made a, you know, it was a really brilliant episode, that one. I don't know about you, Dave. Is there anything that's what your standout episode? Uh, well, for me, it's the Nick Helm episode. It was an absolute riot from start to finish. I couldn't believe we got him on. And then he just he just kept talking yeah. for about two hours. <laughs> he did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he about, said he could give us an hour, and after about two hours, he was like, "Oh, we'll probably wrap up in a little while." <laughs> yeah, he's, just his love for film is so good, and if you've enjoyed that, it kind of embodies the whole of our series. But 
that episode is a bit longer compared to what we normally try and do, but it, it's a good place to start, especially if you like to oh, want to see someone, hear someone famous and then go back. But yeah, it's a great episode. Wonderful. And obviously you, you said Series 2 is about to drop. Other plans for the podcast moving forward? Considered live shows? Like what, what's, what's been discussed? It's funny, we just, we just recorded a review of Ghostbusters Afterlife with Sean Walsh and, uh, and we did talk about a live show. And uh, he said, oh, you know, if you want to do a live show, then I'll, I'll happy to come on and do it, be a guest on your live show with you. So we started we started talking about that, haven't we, Dave? We have, yeah. Live show would probably be the ultimate dream. We've got some uh, ideas, some, some spin-off shows we're going to do as extras because each week we don't just do interview guests we do the um we have these friday we call them extra episodes what we were going to do once in a while but we've now just done them every friday so we talk about we review sequel films we review like um trailer breakdowns of sequels that are coming down we've done our best worst sequel for bond we've done our best worst sequel for franchises so we'll cover it we're covering a lot so we've got some spin-off ideas to do with that to get new and old guests back on because every time we record with guests, they seem to have a good time. Like, oh, if you can bring us back for any reason, we'd love to do it again. So we're like, Wonderful. okay, we'll try and work something out. And we've we've got an angle. <laughs> so I don't want to ruin that yet, but we've got an angle. It's going to be really good. Okay, and if people want to go and check the podcast out, I presume you're on all the usual places. Yeah, we are. We're on Apple, we're on Google, we're on Acast, we're on Spotify, we're on we're on them all. You can find us everywhere. Wonderful. Social media? Yeah, we're at Unequal Sequel on Twitter and Instagram. And we also have an email address, which is uh, unequalsequel at hotmail.com, which I always struggle to remember. It's quite a running joke in the podcast now that I always forget what the email address is. <laughs> yeah. But like 30-odd times of saying it now, I can kind of remember it. <laughs> Rich, Dave, thank you so much. No, thank you. Brilliant. Thanks, you. Cheers. Boom. Three podcasts for you to check out. They've all featured in Pod Bible magazine recently. They advertise. They've got lovely advertisements in the mag, beautifully laid out by yours truly. I'll have you know, I do a lot of the layout work in Pod Bible magazine. And uh, it's always fun to, to receive the advertisements and see how people have decided to try and promote their shows. Lots of different approaches, but all good, all worthy. So check out podbiblemag.com if you want to find those adver- advertisements. If you want to advertise, if you're a budding podcaster, or maybe you're already a successful podcaster, but you just want more people to hear about your show, then get in touch, info at podbiblemag.com. We have different packages. You can simply have a advert in the uh, magazine, or you can have a package that includes a uh, feature in our newsletter, maybe an interview on our website, and then also an appearance on this podcast. So info at podbiblemag.com. If you want to find out more, in the meantime, check out Proper Mental, check out Shebs the Wanderer, check out on an equal sequel. And next week, you can check out a normal uh, standard episode of the Pod Bible podcast. And you can also check out this weekend, the brand new issue of Pod Bible magazine, issue 18, the last one of the year. Very exciting. Got some great guests uh, and interviews and features and reviews and recommendations. Podbiblemag.com. Sign up for the newsletter. We'll send you the, the uh, magazine a day early. And uh, yeah, there's just so much great stuff at Podbible. But I would say that, but I'm also telling the truth. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Buddy Peace, uh, for your work on Pod Bible throughout the year. You've been an absolute legend. Thank you so much to Acast. We are part of the creator network there. And thanks to you for listening. And we will catch you very, very soon on the Pod Bible podcast. Bye.